This is the 20 effect kind of discussion episode final one dot 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 question mark. I am Justin, the DM, and I was a part of the 20 effect. And I am William, a player, was a player, not a player here. I am now a talker, and I was part of the 20 effect. I'm Brian. Uh, I was one of the players, but now uh, I'm just a man with a microphone in front of me, and I was part of the 20 effect. And uh, my name's Jake. Uh, I was a player. Um, As of right now and today, I am a discusser, and I was a part of the 20 effect podcast. And uh, listener, I bet you're thinking, why are they all speaking in past tense terms? Well, the thing is, quick, just an editor, cut to the bloopers that I haven't used yet. Just 6,000 and four. No, no, no. We don't have 6,000 health. I mean, I mean, right, Justin? (laughs) Do you? Oh, I I do, actually. Um, (laughs) Apparently, I found this magic step that gave me 6,000 health. (laughs) I'm not even going to address that. (laughs) (laughs) Can you please cut it there? (laughs) (laughs) Just so you guys know, we're halfway down on the first page. Nice. That's D&D for you. Adding a bunch of stuff that makes it interesting. I feel like we're just savoring it because it's been a while. Okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. On the last few episodes of the final arc. Gotta savor this shit. I'm assuming that they expected me to kill him, so we can't kill him. I'm going to rifle through his pockets. Okay. That's fine. Uh, you find uh, diamond water and, like, 200 gold. Oh, drink that fucking diamond water. Oh, he'll love that. I, un- I untwist the cap. Hey, that's 30 gold. Oh, is it? Oh, that's cute. Uh, I take 30 of the 200 gold from him and I toss it to him. Here you go. Eh, well, thanks. You aren't so bad, Stevie. Oh my, I fucking, I slammed the greatsword against his nose and break it. Oh my god, he screams as Cinder just drinks this water. his name. I look towards Nino. Uh, who's Stevie? A a, a friend that, that, I haven't seen him, but I'm pretty convinced he's dead. Oh, do, do you want me to also stop the birds? Like, I go. Well, I think when you're recording an audio medium... Right, I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> yeah, I close my door and I turn my AC. You just hear like five gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not in te- I'm not in Texas anymore, so you won't hear that. When I was in Texas, I'm murdered. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I wrote this intro on my phone while watching RuPaul's. Nice. Oh, Please yeah. tell me it's inspired by loop balls. Yes. Okay. Cover girl. Put some bass in your walk, head to toe. Let your whole body talk. All right, so we're starting with that. <laughs> Hell yeah. I hope I got the lyrics right. Anyway. No. <laughs> oh, no. Jake, would know. Jake would know. Like I Jake's would, a yeah. pro for RuPaul, like knows everything. Well, that's actually my next qualification, but. Okay. You're the season five winner. Don't spoil it. Plot twist. I make all the left turns in the drag race. <laughs> Wait, what? Real professional, Justin. 
This is Shut an up. outrage. Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shut, shut <the> <laughs> Everyone, shut up. Leave me alone. He like gets serious, leaves it in the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Podcast canceled. The yeah, end. GG. We become famous because Justin had a fucking mental breakdown during this. <laughs> Whoa, wacky time, but DM rage quit, lol, XD. <laughs> Bro, oh my god, I have footage right now of a DM raging, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so intense, so before. mental. Well, <laughs> you won't believe what happens next. I gotta say, it's good to have everyone together again. I know, it it's is. been a while. Shut up, Justin. Even though I'm so far no, away. You shut up, I'm sick of you guys. <laughs> Fuck you! That sounds like How dare you DM for us? How dare you end this session? Ah. And we're back. Good times. Uh, Can't believe that fucking guy died just now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. I mean, that thing you said, Brian. Terrible. Feel ashamed for it. Man, that went on. I didn't think about the kids now. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm sorry. It's okay. okay. We forgive you. I forgave you. And so, uh, you tuned in for an answer, dear listener. What's going to happen with the 20 effect? Well, you're going to have to listen to the rest of the episode. Uh, We'll probably say at the end. But let's get into questions and and stuff that I have written down. (laughs) It's called listener retention. So, I just have one thing to say. As for the homebrew, like, this universe that I just did, I don't think I'm going to be returning to it. I did have plans to do a season two based in this homebrew world. The file name and thus the country name that I made for the country in which this all took place was called Mothership. And the next thing would have been very alien related. I had a plan for those aliens. They weren't just weird inserts. <laughs> Maybe one day. Um, that's uh, that's all I have to to say about that. So uh, let's get into not just about the final arc, but the whole podcast in general. I want to talk about this car coming by. Uh, just warning you for all you sensitive audio listeners. Um, It'll be cut. So. I just have some general questions about the podcast to make everyone uh, feel good and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what was all of your guys' favorite arcs? Because I know I originally said the Cursed Mansion arc because I was trying to be diplomatic. I didn't want... Because I was a DM and I, was, I didn't want to play favorites. But I've re-listened to the uh, Crackle Keep arc the most out of any other arc. It's oh, just like good. it has a beginning, middle, end. It's like a dungeony ass D and D ass arc, and uh, I really liked it. And that's my favorite. I, How about you guys? That that's a tough question, because I I really like that arc too, because it had that beginning middle end we had shenanigans i mean hell we had the muffin man we found mm. luxury lane like that was that was fun the shadows happened like we were put in our place and then we had the entire run through the underground with the vampires and we went we met flemmy the milk <laughs> wizard you can't yeah, forget about flemmy R.I.P. yeah i know R.I.P. 
t-shirts coming out later yeah i can do oh. still no, you can't it, it, <laughs> not like oh t-shirts are coming out for flemmy they're in they're in the works but sure. i really love the cursed mansion art because just that end bit with brackets the pieces and it all coming together it just hit right i felt like i was in a in a moment and i really loved the build up to it i just enjoyed that one so it's really i like them both for two different things i also just i think i enjoyed playing brackets more i just loved his character being the wall a caring shield even despite with just the mercenaries he just met he just wanted to see everyone walk out of there alive as opposed to Stevie, who is who's there to just beat things with a stick, and I guess he he also was a tank too. But so they were just fuck they were just, you, Cram fans. <laughs> I, I liked Cram. He just didn't come out the way I wanted him to. Sadly, <laughs> like it, as I mentioned to you guys earlier in the first episode, I had his voice sound. He sounded dumb, and that's not really what I wanted. He, he sounded <laughs> posh. which kind of he kind of rounded out a little bit later on but it's just the first impressions is not the one i really wanted so kind of fell short on that one but yeah the the to say which one i like the most <sighs> crackle keep actually because it, it was it was good <laughs> all the way through all the way through instead of having some highlights it had highlights but why can't i remember the character's name um thomas winterborn yeah, I know Winterborn. Poor mm. Thomas Winterborn. That mm. fight on the bridge, it was good. We 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 muddied yeah. our way through it, but it was. Ugh. It was that bad, whole man. fight there, like it was the perfect bow on top. Because like every single turn, everyone did something interesting. Mm. Yeah. Right. Ugh, sorry, I'm still thinking about it. Shit. There's. A I lot. guess I'll go then. If you, yeah, if you yeah, just I'll, want to think about I'll, it. I'll let you go, yeah. So for me, it's definitely between either Crackle Keeper. I think it was called the Rescue Arc. The one before where... Oh, where you guys rescued La was, uh, Liptus. Yeah, so it was like, it was it was just me and Brian at first, and then we picked up Cinder. And then mm. it all just kind of went from there. It's definitely between those two. I, I lean more towards the Rescue Arc, because I feel like at this point, we were all a lot more comfortable with the podcast, and we all had a better idea of what we were doing. Um, and the general feel of the way things were going, you know, like Brian and I absolutely slaughtered an entire camp of people and then <laughs> champion mountain was cool. And then all of like the intrigue and stuff like that. And was like so fun. And like, I was in the process of like changing Ash's character and going through that development and everything in the background. And so like, for me, like personally playing it, I think that's my favorite, um, Whereas Crackle Keep, I feel like, was the first time we came into our own as a podcast. Um, yeah. For me personally, I have a, a, a kind of a distaste for it. Um, not because of anything on like your guys' part, but myself. I hated Ash. Yeah. We I talked tune about Tune into the, the previous discussion episode. <laughs> yeah. And so for a majority of Crackle Keep, I absolutely hated Ash. And it wasn't until we got to like the the, the the vampire underground society and I, my failed my multiple failed attempts at murdering ash um <laughs> and i actually started liking him and so that the latter half of the of crackle keep arc i love i'm like oh my god this is great we actually know what we're doing it's interesting 
I feel way more engaged than I ever have. Um, but it's, I think the rescue arc is probably my favorite, but Crackle's a very, very, very close second. Okay. All right. So it's my turn. So we're talking arc totality, right? Not yes. like episode. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, when it comes to arc, I would probably say res- the rescue arc. Per- I-, mm. I might be a little biased. <laughs> no. Um, but it's not even mainly because of my character, to be honest, because like, if I'm being completely honest, I don't even remember half the shit that I did during that arc. I remember that, you know, it, I fucking was basically doing a whole bunch of shit and like my character basically changed from like being the Lowards bitch, basically, to becoming like Lowards uh, friend, like Partner. trying to really become somebody. Yeah. Like who fought with Loward as opposed to fighting for Loward. So I feel like and the Crackle Keep arc had a pretty big change for me too because obviously like you know i disappeared for a while and then mm. i came back and i came back with like man if i'm gonna come back i'm gonna come back as like i don't want to change my character but i want to change what he's like yeah. mm. um and i think that change was huge for me from crackle creep from crackle keep um i just feel like rescue arc really capitalized all that not to mention um one of my favorite episodes is literally the one between Ash and Nino were like mm. Ash basically like solidifies that like you know fire isn't like his main care in the world anymore. Yeah, that was a good one. And yeah. that was that mm. was like a huge episode to me. And the fact that it's in that arc was always such a big deal to me as well. Like mm. um, that episode is the one that always hangs out to me because it's the one that always like after that episode, I always was like, when the hell are we doing the next session? because mm-hmm. <laughs> like i wanted to like i wanted to keep going yeah um so for me personally that was like the big um arc um there was just a lot of shit that happened um mm-hmm. and on top of that we got will playing a female character that doesn't happen <laughs> often no yeah that uh, was so interesting that's so what that yeah. was really interesting for me as well and the plot i mean the plot was fucking amazing like you know, justin killed it yeah, we all had our own little side stuff going on in the background, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. Like, there was so much going on all at once, but it wasn't overwhelming. Yeah, kind of secretly, Sander trying to decide, do <laughs> I kill these guys or do I not kill these <laughs> guys? Yeah, it, it was just so much happening at the same time, and it molded so well together. Mm-hmm. All that's very good. It's just half and half, Crackle Keep and Rescue arc. Both are very solid, like, similarly built arcs that have, like... Mm this storyline and like a fleshed out town and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, having a fleshed out town really opens up for story to be mm-hmm. a story to be built. Cause then each person can go do their own thing and set up their own plans and build the blocks to do something entertaining. We had shiny food. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's in the final arc. Technically. Nah. <laughs> it's still That's in the final. It's still in the town. I don't care. Exactly. Anything <laughs> that happens in the town stays in the town. That's part of that arc. You hurt. So uh, the next question is very very simple, uh, and this is almost. Uh, it might feel a little. Um, what's what I'm looking for? Like I'm coming for you. Uh-uh. Uh. That's not sexy. anyone individually. The. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, 
uh, not anyone individually, but I might, you know, if, if it happens that way, it happens that way. How much has all of you listened to? I have listened to the podcast probably five times over. Wow. Um, it's spotty. Um, let's see. Let, let's, let's go over to the 25. So I actually have a nice reference. I've, I've heard every episode, but the last one that was recently released but it's been a minute since I've listened, so don't quiz me right now. I haven't listened to all of them. Probably the What's last... What's Gertrude's last name? Just kidding. One I was gonna say... <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to the final three. I haven't listened, but prior to that, probably ten prior I, I haven't listened to yet. But then everything else I have heard, I've listened to the Curse of Mansion arc twice. And the first five episodes, probably five times. Now, I do. Th- there are times where I'll rewatch the episode uh, before the newest one that we're about to do. Mm-hmm. I do that sometimes because I would like to recap myself before the, ses- the session starts. One and mm-hmm. two, sometimes I will actually watch other episodes because something relevant to said episode is about to come up. Like, like I did that for the one on one. If you uh, get a hankering for re-listening, I strongly suggest, uh, you know, the ones I always turn back to is the rescue arc and the crackle keep arc. Yeah. Mm. I always start for the crackle keep arc, the crackle keep arc. I start on Vampires Burn Easy, episode 24. And Mm. for the uh, rescue arc, I start on either Loward or the experience of burning a god. 44 or 45. Mm. Jake? Um, obviously, if Justin was to be coming at anyone uh, with this <laughs> question, it would have been me. I personally have watched very, listened to very little. Um, I was in the beginning when I was first in it. Uh, I was listening to it a decent amount. Um, but that only went on for so long. I just find myself <laughs> very busy. Um, between trying to get my degree and working and a full-time girlfriend. Um, <laughs> full-time as opposed to... As, you know, as it goes. <laughs> um, I I just personally find it difficult to find the time for it. And obviously that's an excuse. I know it is. At the same time, I do have a very difficult time listening to myself. Yeah, that's been what you said in the very beginning. That that's I, that's everybody, honestly. I think right. Yeah. And that's it, to me. It's something that I. So, for example, like I said, I did theater, and so like we have like recordings of like our our musicals and our our plays and everything. And I would want to show people and be like, "Look at like look at this thing that I did," and I could never sit down and watch the whole thing. <laughs> His fucking voice comes like, up. It would, he fucking slams the laptop. <laughs> right. Like I would get so physically. Like I would get physically uncomfortable in that yeah. process i try to show like an episode to someone the first ones where just me and justin i just start to like <laughs> try to explain myself through it and i'm just like no I, I can't do this i can't do this do you show them episode zero or do you show them episode one with the I, editing i should have done episode zero <laughs> I, I should Jeez. have done um but yeah so i just i just there's there's a lot for me to get through to get to the point of comfortably comfortably being able to get through the podcast i will eventually i know like brian's <laughs> mentioned it's it's a good idea like when you're driving like to work 
or to in my case to school or to work it's a good idea to just throw it out and throw it out in the background um, once you let your inhibitions go i think you'll really like it i and like i said that from what i have listened to it's always a really fun time um, yeah it's one of those things where it's like finally hearing it come to life after like all the work that all of us have put in yeah um obviously justin more than the rest of us um <laughs> it's it's always it's like it's almost like a magical experience of being like oh my god like this is what it's this is what everyone's hearing yeah you know and it's one of those things where it's like why why don't i um but i just i just i need to Uh, i just haven't yet listen from there you go from my understanding so far having listened to you know almost everything um except for one um you rarely fuck up me and will fuck up all the time (laughs) true I stutter so fucking much. I don't even know how many times he's cut it out. A lot. Yeah, like that's what I'm talking about. There's something called a Brian. Uh, uh, you say (laughs) something like, "I want to," and then you pause for a moment, and that's when I know automatically cut the next second because there's the Brian. (laughs) Exactly. uh. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's. I do it all the fucking time. So. It can't be as bad as me. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no. There's so much stuff you have to cut from me. I remember that yeah. one intro. Uh, you know which one. I mean, I feel like there's... As Justin starts to <laughs> fucking think about all no, the ones. No, there, there's, there, there's one that stands above the rest on the amount you had to cut. Oh, are you talking about Milkman? You don't know how many times I had I rehearsed that to myself to try again, right? <laughs> and then Dyslexia said, Yes again, bitch. <laughs> That's a very catchy song, by the way. What? You know what I mean? Like a lemon. Oh, yeah. Like a stand. <laughs> it, it sticks with you. Yeah. Because she's my, my mailman. <laughs> very good song. <laughs> Favorite PC that isn't yours? Let me. That's not a PC. PC. That's an oh, NPC. Oh, 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 right. Well, you played it. <laughs> yeah, but you, Check none me. of you played it, so it makes it an NPC. Checkmate. I'm gonna go with Ash. Honestly, I really liked Ash. He, he, just because he had the he was had the most change through through the entire series, but he lived up to his dream. He succeeded at it, but there was a lot of development that went through, and a lot of very entertaining like dialogue that just because of his very single type of mind drive at the beginning like one one scene that always sticks with me is so what are we going to put on it okay fireball (laughs) fireball (laughs) that was a good one yeah fireball that to me i knew i knew what you're going to say but it had me (laughs) ball in my eyes out Every time you said fireball, even though I knew what it was going to be. Mm. Uh, it, it just it was good. It was it was good character. You didn't say Thank much, you. but when you said stuff, it was quality. For me, it was Tenebris R.I.P. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed Saki and I really enjoyed Stevie. Um. Saki, I like the way that Brian talked. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, well, as confusing as it was 
at points, especially in the end when he was playing like three <laughs> different characters at once, and he was yeah, like, that was not ah, fun. That was not this fun one. I mean, I but it was I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought yeah. it added a lot to the the podcast. Um, but I thought Taki was really interesting, especially with the whole homebrew race thing. He just had a very interesting idea. And like I said, the way of speaking just kind of cemented in like this alien foreign creature. <laughs> um, and he was also really funny. And I just thought Stevie was just a very comfortable character. Like it was one of those people where like you sit down and you listen to him. And it's like, yeah, Stevie. Makes you wish that Stevie was your friend. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Like he's just one of those guys you sit down, you have you have a drink with. And it's like, all right, like Stevie, you're a cool guy. Your family's vampires. Hell yeah, <laughs> let's grab another drink. Like, he was just a very, like I said, just a very comfortable character. And like, I, out of all of like, when he came back at the end, it was like this like huge, like, oh my God, he's finally back. Like he's been gone for so long. And I didn't realize how much I missed him until he was back. Yay. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> one of those things where it's like, not that like I didn't miss him. Cause it was like, oh, it's sad. I did like Cinder showed up. So it was like, okay, it's not as bad. And then once he came back, I was like, holy crap. Like, I forgot how much I liked Stevie. I just did not like doing his voice. <laughs> Understandably. Yeah. 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 But he was, I did like his character. Um, uh, It's a tough one because I technically have like, I have two, but like one of them is like a two person thing. Um, mm. So my favorite character was, is Ash for sure. Um, again, for the same reason that Will said, is like biggest character development in the entire fucking series. Like literally the best one um, among us all. Um, just a complete fucking like 180. Yeah. In how they were, and um, I thought I thought it happened like very natural, like very like, yeah, fluid. like it was good. I was going to say it was a very slow change yeah like but... it, it made sense like it wasn't like something that just like oh well but fuck it like i'm done fuck <laughs> it's not like fire. i want some attention for my character wham i'm changing this now yeah it wasn't an attention <laughs> yeah. it was something that actually felt yeah, natural because yeah. none of us none of us did that anyways uh <laughs> <laughs> uh aside from that aside from that i think and again this is the two person one and this is this might be a little yeah but i really liked the bond between Magisai and Brachus. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was really good. Um, I thought like you guys were able to like um, bounce off of each other with dialogue so well that even though you guys had just met, it almost felt like you guys had always been together. Um, that also felt very natural too. Uh, mm, I, I find I actually do. I really like playing with Ari because a lot of times our characters just do mesh well. Like anytime I've played with Ari as p two PCs, like it does just we ping off each other, like even playing in her campaign, like it just goes well. I mean, hell, when I played her campaign, I was playing a cleric and I got my cat to ascend to godhood because oh, yeah. it was just fun by feeding it a lot. It was great. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's I mean, it's kind of like us, like we, we work well with each other. I work and Ari is just another person that I work well with. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I liked. That's what I'm saying. I liked. I liked that combo. It was very good. Um, mm. Realistically, though, I liked a lot of the characters. Like, just yeah. a lot of characters were um, very unique. Uh, what is your guys's favorite fight 
Oh, uh, can I? Oh, God. Mine is so easy. It's crazy. <laughs> um, um, yeah, you go ahead first, Will. You go. No, I'm just trying to think because I know who it's. Who, I, I'm pretty. All right, I'll go first then. I'll go first because it's it's so easy for me. It's crazy. Uh, definitely Coda's one on one. Hands fucking down. Oh, I, man, that was intense. Loved that. It was so fucking intense and so scary for me, but it, it was just so awesome. Uh, and one mixed success away from Kota dying. Literally, like just every single bit of that was so fucking like nail biting. Um, yeah. And the fact that it was Coda 1v7 and Coda has seven different personalities it was it was so fucking terrific it's yeah it's the longest one-on-one in, in that episode i i loved it that's I, there's a lot of other fights that i could go on about but like i none of the fights really have hyped me up as much as that fight if i'm being entirely honest it, it's a tough one because i have a lot a lot of fights with cranberry especially mm-hmm. like i love what was it episode three where i flick the miniature hammer at flip like that's not gonna do anything and i just love that scene so much but i don't know if i could consider that a a fight it kind of was but it's more narrative i i liked god it's hard we're talking team fight where like multiple people are involved then the final fight in crackle keep would probably be my favorite that was a good one. That one's my favorite. Yeah, it's <laughs> that one was good. We lost, too. but that was a really good fight. But it, it, was. it was a good fight. I I think oh, it's still tough. What the fight? Yo, no, I think my favorite was when it was near the end. Is when we were fighting Stevie. <laughs> I I loved the surprise octopus. That's always fun. I love doing that. <laughs> Some the summon the giant octopi, Brian's merciless uh, execution or sacrifice of um what was his name again? Wells Wellsington. Oh my God, Wellsington! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, dude? That I only brutal. remember that session so negatively that I, we got stopped. I know, mm-hmm. but I love just throw Wellington at them and just slow them down. But um I don't know. We we had a lot of good ones. Hmm. Jake? Uh yeah. Uh there there's probably a couple. One that sticks out in my mind is again at the end of the rescue arc where you had Ash and and, and Cinder tucked away in that like pocket dimension with Rage oh, Lowered yeah. and it was his first time fighting with his new powers. Well, technically his second time because we had the church fight. But I against he, Groff. Right. Yeah. But that it felt like it was like the first narrative moment of Ash finally getting to use his new powers. And you had Cinder fighting Charles and supporting Ash from the back. And then you had Nino in his fight. And everything yeah. was just like so, you know, there was it was this big dramatic moment, and every fight had like every hit had so much impact, and everything yeah. just had so much meaning built into it. And I, I like that fight a lot. I like the the assault on um, the, the base. cherry dudes. Yeah, <laughs> that fight was fucking nuts. I, yeah, I just, was. Uh, if, if there, like, yeah, it was just nonstop. 
flying out of planes and flying planes and jumping from and one to anime another. Fucking yeah, just like the most bullshit stuff, but it was so <laughs> fun and so crazy. Oh, I wanted to play in that so badly. It sounded <laughs> awesome. I love like jumping from speeder speeder combat. So cool. I have to actually change my my answer because uh -oh. there is one fight. That stands above all others, in my opinion, and I love it to death. It's my absolute favorite, and I might change some of your opinions when I mention this, because you know... Oh, is it the, it's the one where we all died? No, it's The Shadows. The Shadows was amazing. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. You I know, forgot about that I, one. I almost forgot about it, but those shadows... Let me turn off the torch, they won't exist. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I thought they would. I, I thought they disappeared. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Being a smart guy would be like so funny. I love this. That that is my favorite fight out of all of them. Hands I suppress so that memory. I wanted to keep <laughs> oh. it tucked away forever. I, I love that fight. That was. It was so funny too because that was before I started trying to kill off Ash, and that was like one of the sessions where like I was like. Oh my gosh, like he really can't do anything. You went to <laughs> Which one is fucking so, strength. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. And so it was so funny because like that's such a good moment. And like looking back on it, I'm like, that was perfect. Like that's that literally good. like what we wanted. And at the same time, like at the at the time all I could think of I was like, oh my god, this character's so useless. I hate him. I gotta trash him. He's so not fun. And then, meanwhile, he's like giving this perfect situation. Oh, I, so I will funny. say I love the cliffhanger to that one because it was me falling into the fucking water. Oh yeah, yeah. That was my yeah. Went oh, that was that was a good episode. I think that probably is my favorite episode. Out of, cool out enough. Of that was actually a episode split in half. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's two part. Yeah, it was awesome. Great. Oh yeah. It ended with fun. you guys talking to Mitria. I was gonna say yeah. So I remember that it was in that session where I tried to kill Ash later. Yeah. Oh, the statue. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, you sort of touched on this. How did you guys like uh, Powered by the Apocalypse? Loved it. Um, I thought it was <sighs> stressful as fuck. I it agree. made for excellent episodes. <laughs> I but loved it. At the moment, I was stressed the fuck out. I love it because it. you're not strictly assigned to what you can and can't do it's not just i have a basic attack and i use it every turn it's you can be creative you can do and just try different things in every situation it is if you're a little creative you can make cool shit happen you have no idea how many times i keep rethinking of the shit that i could have done as a badass <laughs> mm -hmm. punk. like yeah. for example yeah you said like you know it was limitless in a sense so like i could have literally touched every fucking subclass of monk i could have one touched every single fucking yeah. opponent and just yeah. made them explode and i would have found the eggs literally that much faster yeah and that's why i love it it's like you you also have you can discuss with the dm like hey is this too much not not enough like can i do more than oh just no see this? that's that's the thing i did do that but that's that's why he cut so much out oh yeah <laughs> same i'm pretty sure you cut a it's lot an hour and 40 record or something like that oh, i geez. sat there and was like i don't know what the fuck to do just like <laughs> i was like crying almost like i was like <laughs> the answer is anything that's pretty much what he said every time and i was but like that's, what the that's fuck? also <laughs> why i 
I mean, I'm not a big fan of the roll of D20 because it had so much range of possibility. It really doesn't portray if you're good at something, in my opinion. You know, there was like, th there was one time during it that I thought was funny where, like, I said something where I was like, man, I just feel like that's, like, that's, like, ridiculous that, like, um, in a mixed um, success that, like, I get fucked anyways and the character doesn't really get that fucked. And Justin goes... Here, 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 you tell me something that's a better solution, and then we'll go with that. And I was like, "All right, that's a good point." <laughs> <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's, you can discuss things like a mixed success if it feels a little too brutal. If you have a negotiable DM, that's good quality. Mwah, then <laughs> you can actually create something where both the player and the DM walk away like, "Yeah, that's a good interaction." Instead of someone walking away like, "This is a bullshit." I mean, like, yeah, that's why Ash is still alive. Yeah, yeah oh, I. Yeah. Oh my God, I had such a God hard time that. with that <laughs> system, and not even just because I was rolling low, but I just, I personally, I, it's it, with Ash being for a majority of the podcast a very uh, non-combat <laughs> positive character. It was very difficult where I trained myself to this point of going, okay, here's my limitations of ash here's what he can accomplish at best and at worst so i need to prepare for that and i got myself such in that mindset that when we got to this session and we could do anything i was like what the fuck and i had like no clue of what to do and i had a very very difficult time coming up with anything i i think it was really good i think but i definitely do think that that is a thing that should just be used for those moments Definitely not yeah, I agree. something that I would play a whole entire, session. I agree. I mean, you'd be surprised. There's a, a very, very popular one called Masks. Mm -hmm. um, it it goes really in depth. Like it's so simple with the two d six, but it like there's so many abilities that you can lean on to get an extra advantage. Uh, I suggest everyone listen to DM's Treehouse season one, and also mm. I would suggest. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Adventure Zone, Just Us. That one's extremely funny. But anyway, <clears throat> I actually have one last question. Any regrets? I have one in particular that I think about frequently. All right, let's, you say yours first. Um, I want to hear it. Don't come at me. I, I feel bad for this, uh -oh. uh, and I wish I handled it differently. Jake... I'm sorry that I infected Misho the way that I did. I didn't oh, I don't, expect. No, I don't care. <laughs> I promise. I, I know that there were some people that weren't too happy with that. Um, just that that kind of idea in general. Personally, I thought it made it interesting. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't at the time expect me in the future to make it so half of you die. Mm -hmm. Uh and you're not sorry about brackets? Okay, I see how it is. You, <laughs> well, you I mean, fucking chose yeah. that. <laughs> you had to be the wall. It you was bound to happen. He gave it to you, and you were like, I am the wall. Fuck. Fuck. I, <laughs> it, I couldn't. Well, the character couldn't accept it, okay? Like, that. that's not something he could have done. In a character narrative, your character would have made more sense than mine. I'd say that. Breck is dying made for very good conflict and it actually legitimately made me sad like after that session yeah but um yeah that that's my regret also that i regret that i made the 
the first few episodes so weird. <laughs> like, I wish it was more beginner-friendly. Yeah, my regret is not having Cranberry's voice down at the beginning. <laughs> big, big regret. <laughs> big regret. <laughs> I should have done something a little bit more simple. Uh, de- definitely. There, there, I, I don't know. There are some scenes I kind of wish I could go back and redo. Like, I... Mm. Like, with the Brackus in the tower, there was one idea I was playing with where instead of him needing to like discuss why he didn't take the cure he, i would just narrate that he shuffled over to a window and then when everyone w- got to the conclusion to offer to brackus he wouldn't be by the window and all you'd see is an open window with a cold Damn, breeze coming that would have been that would have been good mm, but i yeah. really don't know how the a, a suicide type of would impact other people listening because i thought of it i'm like "Ooh, that's so good it hits hard but oh what about you brian um well i already kind of touched on it uh but definitely saki after misho pretty much i feel like i focus so much on nino and coda that i kind of left saki in the dust Mm. And I, I really feel like I just ah. kind of slept on him and I stopped using him for who he was. But to be fair, and again, I already said this, I completely went off the path of what I originally planned on doing. So the mm. second that I lost Misho, it, I don't know what the fuck his purpose was anymore. Well, and I feel like that, that kind of works, though, with the character because he didn't really know either. Yeah, so I, it, I guess it kind of works, but... Uh, I just wish it was either I died with Misho or I went with my original plan and just fucking straight up betrayed everyone. Mm. I, 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 for me, that feels like that would have been better for the story. Not, not to say that the, you know, the end result was bad or anything. I mean, it's still pretty good. Um, but just compared to how much thought I put into Nino and Coda's ending, it just, mm. I don't know. I feel like it just kind of falls off. Jake. I guess I've got like two. I've got one really small one and then one bigger one. I actually wasn't that big of a fan of Misho. <laughs> I I don't know. I was really excited to use him. And then as I was using him, I was like, oh, I kind of didn't really think this through. Like he was this mm-hmm. really hard hitting powerhouse and he could do a shit ton of damage. And I was like, but I didn't really think of much else for him. Um, and it felt it felt like I was trying I, I wanted him to be this kind of like stoic, quiet, samurai-esque figure. And in the end, I felt like he was just kind of like a... He was just kind of flat. Like, he just didn't have personality as a result. Ah. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? And I, like I said, I didn't intend for it to be that way. And I feel like there were definitely moments where his personality came through. It, there just wasn't a lot of it. It's hard to do stoic characters, I find. Right. Like, I've tried to do stoic, and even I, I cannot do stoic. And um, and during that whole thing, again, this is during Cursed Mansion. So, the relationship that I felt like was building between Saki and Misho was being outshined by how the relationship with Magisai and Brackus was. Like, yeah, well, it was, was so I, good that we just we couldn't compete. To be honest, well, and I, I was going <laughs> to say the one thing I liked about Misho was the the, the Saki and Misho dynamics that they had going. That was like the one thing where I was like, okay, there's some sort of you know redeeming qualities to Misho. Yeah, 
Um, that, that's the like thing. Like, said, that was it, though, between us, you know? Like, that was it. Right. And so I, I just felt like Misha just kind of fell flat, for, especially compared to what I had planned for him and what kind of thought I had put into him and everything. Yeah, we both um, had the same fucking problem, I feel you. Right. <laughs> and I feel like it was kind of, I don't know. It, I feel like it was just kind of the, the nature of, of Cursed Man- Mansion in general, where it was like, I had gone into it thinking it was like a one-off. Granted, same thing happened with Ash. Um, and not that having oh. it continue was a bad thing, <laughs> but it just it just didn't work out for what I had planned for him. But at the same time, like I said, my, uh, my idea for it, even if it was a one-off, wouldn't have worked out either. Because like I said, he just kind of fell flat. Um, and then my only other regret is just not talking to Justin uh, when I was not enjoying Ash. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. And just being like, you know what? I'm going to do this the nice and easy way. I'm just going to kill him <laughs> off at some point. Because, like, I, 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 you, you, can, you can ask Brian. I'd thought about this for a while. Yeah, so I kind of like, I'm, I don't want to say I talked him out of it, but I definitely kept going, like, no, no, like, listen, Justin fixed my character. Like, I'm <laughs> sure he'll do something for yours. But at the same time, I literally could have at any point just messaged Justin and been like, hey, listen, I'm having some trouble with Ash. What yeah. should I do? Um, and it so I re- led to one of the best moments in the podcast. Right. So it's it's like a double-edged sword where it's like, I wish I, I did just kind of sit down and was like, all right, listen, this isn't working out. What can we do? But at the same time, the fact that I didn't and I tried to kill him and it didn't work and then I ended up loving him. And now, you know, obviously he was kind of a fan favorite in the podcast um and a cast favorite in the podcast so like obviously it turned out for the better yeah but i just mean it's more of just me as a player i that's something that i need to keep in mind is like at any point if it's not working and if i'm not feeling it i can sit down and talk to the dm and try and resolve the issue instead of just trying to push my issues to the side and just going all right let me just sweep this under here and try and solve it on my own when it's a group (laughs) thing yeah, let that be a lesson, listener. Yeah, we'll fucking kill one off one. your favorite character immediately. We don't fucking <laughs> care. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, listeners, listen up. I'm relatively new to D&D. The podcast was like, <laughs> what, my second session? Third session? I yeah. guess second big campaign. Um, yeah. And I've, I've learned a lot over the progress of this, the process of this. So if you if you if you wanna if you wanna look at how a new player adjusts to the world of D and D, take a good look at Ash. That is me progressing not only Ash's character but myself as a D and D player. I just want to say one last thing before I make my final announcement. There's a cat in the background. <laughs> Heard him. Checks out. Um, Check out. Just two pieces of quick advice I would give for any homebrew DM is number one, spotlight is in- extremely important. I I tried my best, but in the final arc, I had to like quickly rush through it. And there's some scenes that went on too long and the spotlight stayed on one person too long, and then another person too long, and then another person too long all at once. And, uh, you know, spotlight is important. Just remember that. And number two is you need to have a good a good balance between game and story because it's still a game. And yeah. I lean heavily on story because this is a podcast, but it is still a game. And it's, the point is to have fun. So if you're not recording a podcast, lean heavier on the game side and make it fun. 
a fun game for your friends because chances <laughs> are you're not like Quentin Tarantino or something. That would be pretty neat if it, if you were Quentin Tarantino. Oh, and uh, listen to this. As a player, uh, I'd like to put in my own two cents uh, to always make sure that uh, common sense is a thing. Uh, it, it's you know it's a real thing that people should have while playing. Um, and if you're doing this as a podcast, you should definitely consider the fact that anything that you do will affect the podcast. So don't selfishly do stupid shit just because you think your character is stupid enough to do such a thing. Common sense can make a story sound a lot better sometimes. That's all. And I guess I will make one additional piece of advice. As a player of D&D, who plays with other players of D&D, one of the most important things you can do as a player is just saying yes. Or not even saying yes, but just not stopping everything all at once over something that doesn't necessarily need to stop everything. Um, yeah. There's various ways to go about overwriting something and or changing a situation something that feels more fitting to your character without full stopping either the entire campaign uh, or even just the session. Just a piece of advice. Uh, Try and keep yes. things in the flow. Unless you have a magic step and it really should have a magic ability on it, then you should stop the no. campaign. Yes, no. it was magic. Uh, <laughs> if it's labeled in your inventory as magic, that means it's magic. Oh, guys, do you hear that? Well, no, it's the it's ending that. music. Oh, no, oh was, my god. I wasn't ready. Whoa. Is that Ricky oh, Martin? No, Whoa. Oh, shit. It's fading Is that copyrighted? in. No, no, it's not. It's it's a free song. Is it? Season two, baby. Oh, Coming up soon. Yeah. It's not over. That's it. <laughs>